highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. So when you retire and you have property and you invest and God forbid the market does well, I should give you almost half of my money. Are you out of your mind? You're out of your mind. Half of my money? I worked hard for it and you get to take it because I have it? That's garbage. What you're telling me is that I should not try to become rich. I shouldn't try to make more money. I shouldn't try to take care of my family. I should just live off the STEMI. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Allyship. If somebody tells me one more time to let other people be an ally, I might get arrested. People already think that we're useless. People already think that we don't have the ability to do anything for ourselves, so they have to help us. And I don't understand that. African Americans can do things for themselves. They can build businesses, hire people, create jobs, invest, make money, buy houses. We can do all these things. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. I'm not going to get into voting laws. Oh, we got to change the voting laws. It's racist for black people. Why is it only racist for black people? Everybody else vote. Oh, you think black people is too stupid to get an ID card? Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. And today we have a special segment, We Energy's Entrepreneurial Tuesday. And with my first inaugural guest, and I know I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm going to say Nadia Johnson. You got it. All right. Nadia Johnson. All right. Because I was going to say Nadia. And let's just say somebody I know that you know. Like hit me in the back of the head and said, "Excuse me, it is pronounced." And so, Nadia, I had to <laughs> make sure that? I got it. Who do it you right. know that I know? A certain person you might be related to. Oh, okay. Works, you know? Okay, all right. So it's great having you. I've heard a lot about you. I've heard a lot about Jet Constellations, yes. and you know how you hear things and you hear it and you hear it and you hear it, and finally you say, "And I think the first time I heard it, I said, let me.'" I think I friended you on LinkedIn. And, okay. and you know how everybody does on LinkedIn. Oh, that's nice. And then you forget about it. <laughs> yeah. And you fall into the two or 3,000 connections you have, right? Mm-hmm. But then it kept coming back because we kind of work in the same worlds in yeah. relation to people starting businesses and accelerators sure. and all that stuff. Sure. And then I really looked at what you do, and I thought, there's no way she's that young <laughs> doing that much. You know, in such a short time. And so you've made quite the name for yourself. You know, you ask around, hey, can you tell me about? And everybody kept saying, well, have you thought about Jet Constellation? I was like, what is, like, why? What oh, is goodness. it? And so my, my question is, first of all, thank you for being here. Oh, absolutely. What an honor to be the inaugural. Absolutely. <laughs> what what can you share with us about Jet Constellations? Absolutely. Well, um, first off, thank you for having me. 
And um, it's so good to hear that my brand brand recognition is real. (laughs) So I'm glad to hear that people are talking about Jack Constellations. Jack Constellations is a local custom software company. So if you have a brilliant app idea or an idea in technology, come to Jack Constellations and we'll help you to realize that idea and bring it to market and get your first pilot customers. So that's what Jack Constellations is in short. And we have a social impact arm, which is near and dear to my heart, called the Milky Way Tech Hub, which is um, actively realizing the vision that Milwaukee is a tech ecosystem where black people and people of color can thrive in tech. And that's more of the community facing uh, Mm -hmm. part of our company. So you basically do everything. Is that is that is that what I'm hearing? We we do a lot in tech. Mm-hmm. We'll help you build uh, your idea, and we help build communities in tech as well. Okay, and so so what was the genesis of the company? Like how how did how did it come about? Yeah, so it was late 2017. Um, I had just graduated with my master's in computational science. I just got my my uh, corporate job at GE Healthcare, and I was just like, I am ready to explore all that technology has to offer, especially Milwaukee's tech ecosystem. And I heard there were different corporations coming together to shape this narrative that Milwaukee was a tech hub. So I was like, bet I'm gonna you know check this out. And not to my surprise, I I went to some of those meetups. I looked around. Not one black person, wow. maybe a few women. And wow. I was like, enough of this. You know, there was this pattern of lack of representation mm-hmm. across the board from industry, um, you know, corporate America, um, academia. And I was sick of it. So I started Jet Constellations. Initially, it was a consulting firm to help black and brown folks make some headway in this right. startup ecosystem that started to bud in Milwaukee. And we quickly evolved into a custom software company. Wow. Yeah. Hmm, I might know a university or two she can connect with. Yes, hmm. yes, let's Absolutely. make it happen. Absolutely. And so, why Jet Constellations? Why Why the name? Yeah, you know what? Naming it. <laughs> so I'm a very creative person. I, I like to say that I'm, a, I'm an artist first before I'm even a technologist, honestly. Um, and so I, I knew that I, I wanted Jet Constellations to build a community here in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, but not just any community, a community that centered black and brown people. And so um, when you think of Jets, as Specifically, you know, in the startup space, right? You think of something launching, taking off, right? Going, reaching new heights. Um, But also Jet is black, right? Um, And so then when you think of constellations, right? Okay. Um, You think of, you think of stars, right? But also you think of um, something beautiful that comes together and shapes a narrative. And so that's really what I'm hoping for, Jet Constellations, black people coming together, shaping a new narrative for the city of Milwaukee through the vehicle of technology. So you really don't want to take over the world. You want to take over the universe <laughs> and the galaxy. Milky Way Tech Hub. Yes. Wow. And so, and so that's where your name came from yes. with the Tech Hub. And so what are some of the components? I know, I, I know you mentioned it about starting an app and things like that. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the components that if you had to put a label mm-hmm. on what you do, mm-hmm. what, what exactly would that be? So Jet Constellation specifically as a software company, mm-hmm. we build the products. Okay. Milky Way Tech Hub builds the community. So Milky Way Tech Hub has three parts. There's STEM education, entrepreneurship, and community. And that's really what, you know, a, a tech hub is, is a place where people can come, um, you know, gain some resources, whether it's funding or, you know, ad- advice, consulting, um, help to build out their product, launch their business. And so we... Um, 
within the Milky Way Tech Hub offer so many different things within STEM education and workforce development, helping folks to get into um, the technology field here in Milwaukee, right? Helping them to, to place jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, under the entrepreneurship, it's helping folks to start their businesses, right? Providing them, um, you know, all the way from ideation to building out their minimum viable product, right. um, a framework. Uh, and then for the community side, we host monthly meetups for our Black Tech MKE group, uh, which is steadily growing. I'm so grateful for. And of course, our Milky Way Tech Hub meetups as well. The universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so when, when, when we come back, I want to I wanna look at and I want you to consider your biggest failure related to business and how you got over it. Because okay. I, I know I know the whole piece of 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 thinking a business, right? Mm-hmm. I got this idea. But the fact that you went through all of the steps yeah. and then built it out in, in, in multiple areas. Mm-hmm. But like everything, mm-hmm. there's always that time when you hit that wall. Absolutely. And so when we come back, we wanna we wanna look at what what you believe your biggest failure is and Take a look at what you did to overcome it. Is that fair? Yeah. All right. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday on the new 1017 The Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We Energy's Entrepreneurial Tuesday with our, I was about to say with our host, because she sounds so smooth, (laughs) so smooth, with our guest. Okay, I got to get it right. Medea Johnson. You got it. Because I keep wanting to call her Nadia, and then she'll be throwing something at me. That's right. Then I'll feel bad, and I have to bring you back on, see? Okay. There it is. There it is. So... Before we left, we were we were talking about your biggest failure. What what has been your biggest failure in business and and how did you overcome that? So that's an interesting question. I typically don't like to frame it as failures, Mm -hmm. but lessons. Um, And and when you're growing a business, you learn a lot and there's a lot of lessons that come at you. Uh, One that um, I continually have to um, remind myself of. Uh, is the importance of um, bringing people onto the team to help to scale. Mm-hmm. So when I first started off, um, I you know I was very much like I can do everything, right? You know, wearing all the hats, and c- because I trust my work, right? Um, and Jack Constellation is my baby. I'm like I'm not, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit of a trust issues at at the at the top of the game. But but then I um, started to realize if I wanted to scale. And I was going to have to start delegating, right? right. Um, but, but one of the things that um, s- stuck out to me from um, the start was that you know, there is a need for a community. And, um, you know, I, with my mission of making Milwaukee the Milky Way tech hub, right, um, you know, it's, it's something that I can't just say to myself and believe it to be true. It's, it was mm-hmm. something that I needed to um, sort of garner investment from the community. And so as soon as I learned, like, okay, it, it can't just be me, right, in this and trying to make this happen. I can't be the only one saying it. I knew that I had to start, you know, building a community. And after that, 
everything started to sort of expand really, really quickly. Right. Um, so um, I started to build a community, um, Milky Way Tech Hub, um, host these meetups monthly. And all of a sudden I started to get the support because people in the ecosystem just weren't saying what I was saying, uh, which was, to me, apparent. Black people, there needs to be more black people in, t- in technology. Right. And so as I started to grow the community, um, I, I, I my business started to grow, right? Um, people started hearing more and more about Jack Constellations. I started to grow my, my client base. Um, and it, you know, it's something that I have to continue to remind myself is that community is what helps businesses to grow. And so the advice that I would give, you know, other folks that are just starting off is the, the best thing that you can do for your business is to build community around it. And I learned that, I, you know, I watched my mother uh, uh, for a long time. She has her own business. Actually, it's adjacent to mine. Um, and she's been running it um, on 38th and Fond du Lac for 20 plus years. And she's always been so community oriented. And it's the community that's keep, kept her business open. And so I've really been able to sort of um, infuse that culture now into mm-hmm. to my company, Jet Constellations. Um, and, and so now I'm at the point where, you know, like every business, I'm ready to scale again. I'm ready to take it right. up to the next level. Right. Um, and so the challenge that I'm faced with now is, you know, starting to get the support that I need, right? Because, okay, so, you know, one thing to have community members saying, yay, right. go Milky Way Tech Hub. It's a whole other thing to have corporations and say, yay, go Milky Way Tech Hub with their dollars, right? <laughs> right? right. Um, and so uh, I'm at the point now where, you know, I am, you know, looking to um, garner more corporate investment and partnership and membership. And so uh, somebody gave me the advice that you have to expand now outside of Milwaukee, right? And so now I'm looking around, I'm like, okay, well, this is again outside of my comfort zone, but I have to start building communities outside of um, the city of Milwaukee, possibly, you know, in Kenosha, Racine, maybe even further in Atlanta um, and California. And that's really, um, you know, sort of been the, the topic of discussion within my team right now is like, what does it look to expand and build more communities so that we can bring them back to the city of Milwaukee and realize our vision? Wow. That sounds like something in that mm-hmm. triggered you. Like yes. there was there was something in your business yes. that pushed you forward. What was what was the what was the point that mm-hmm. took you from this is great, I got it. I finally got a handle on it. You overcame your your distrust mm-hmm. and started to trust and you delegated. But then you saw, oh, now I have to go there. What yep. was that? What what pushed you to that point? Um, I think that um, you know, there I would say competition. <laughs> Right? Okay. So taking a look to see like, okay, well, what, what is, act, what exists out there in the marketplace right now and how are they doing? Mm-hmm. So I see other um, tech hubs that don't necessarily have the focus that I have, which is centering the black and brown community. And, you know, I see like, okay, well, they've got, you know, a lot of corporate par- partners, right? right? So here I am knocking on doors now, you know, canvassing saying, you know, support black tech hubs, uh, technology or black technologists matter. Um, and I, you know, ha- hadn't gotten um, the sort of response that I was looking for, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, so imagine me, you know, trying to hit up the mayor, um, trying to reach out to the governor, mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, um, different uh, public uh, officials to sort of see the work and the impact that we're doing. And I wasn't, you know, no one's opened the door for whatever reason. Um, and then, you know, uh, one day I get a tap on the shoulder and it's Vice President Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, I'd like to talk to you. And she starts to talk to me about, you know, Milwaukee's tech ecosystem and Milwaukee's small business. Um, 
um, or economic development in Milwaukee. And um, then it, it sort of hit me is that, you know, it's okay to look outside, right? Absolutely. To get to get that third party Absolutely. <laughs> to come in and put that stamp of approval and come back. And right. so after that happened, then I realized, like, maybe it is time for me to sort of take a look outside. Because, you know, if the second um, highest office in Atlanta, as they call it, right, right. Um, knows about the work that we're doing and, right. and it's, you know, takes the time to recognize it, then maybe, maybe you know, I shouldn't be having the trouble that I'm having here. So maybe I should go outside. Maybe I should go to Atlanta. Maybe, maybe I should go to California to take... Um, the business to the next level. And so I, I have started to do that. Um, there are some folks that have been leaning in saying, you know, like, we love Milky Way Tech up here. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I think that, you know, what, what I've learned from this is that it, it has sort of, you know, um, waken people up a little bit. And so they're sort of looking like, okay, well, maybe maybe we should invest or maybe we should give her right, a call. Right. Um, and so uh, that's just one of the things that I've learned is that it is important to sort of take a holistic view of the marketplace that you're in right. and step outside of your comfort zone sometimes. Absolutely. And so, wow, because I know people in Atlanta and tech and hmm, just just having thoughts. And so what have you taken from your business? So you, you, you talk about some of those hurdles, some of those hurdles and some of those things you had to step over and and really take blinders off so that you could see that there's that you may have a fence in front of you, but there's a field behind it and it goes on almost forever. Okay. What what have you been able to transfer from business to your personal life that made it that much more enriching? Well, um, that's a great question. I would say, you know, I, I, I think everybody loves that saying, you know, follow your passion, mm-hmm. do what you love. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that you, oftentimes as a, a founder or a CEO, you have to do things that you don't always love. Like sending the invoices, right? Or stepping outside your comfort zone and having meetings with different executives and convincing them of the vision and the mission, right? So sometimes, you know, you have to do work that you don't like to do all the time. Um, But it's worthwhile. And so, you know, I carry that over to my my personal life. And, you know, whatever it is that I'm looking for, whatever goals that I've set for myself, you know, Sometimes you have to just you have to do do the work, right? You right get your hands right, dirty a little right. bit, um, and so you know I think just with the work ethic that I've picked up on um, as I've been growing and scaling my business, it's it's certainly um, carried over to other aspects of my life, whether it's you know fitness and and health or spirituality. Um, just applying the same work ethic that I do in my business over to my personal life. Wow! And so with your personal life. Um, you had to make that decision one day in corporate world. I'm, I'm not going to go down that. I mean, go down if you want to go down. <laughs> that, that you had to figure out as you were working at GE, why am I doing this? Like, what, what is, what was that process like when you were sitting there? I remember when I, when I, when I worked in radio and TV initially and I was sitting there and I wanted to go into law enforcement, but I remember the day, the time, the hour, the minute I had to go, I'm done. What was that like for you? Yeah. Um, so the first, I'll say this. Um, working at GE Healthcare, for me, uh, was an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I grew 10 feet tall. Um, as a professional because of the experience that I garnered or I I received from um, a GE Healthcare. With that being said, I I knew what I wanted for myself. And 
that was to create legacy um, for my myself and my family. Okay. And uh, just in the position that I was, I didn't see myself creating a legacy there. And I remember reading, I don't know, something on social media. You know how these memes are. Right. But it said, like, right. you know, can you can you um, hand off, you know, your your position at your corporate job to your to your kid? And the answer for me is no. <laughs> um, and so with that being said, I was just like, well, you know, where do I want to be in the next five years? And I knew that I wanted to be making a difference in my city. I knew what sort of difference that I wanted to make. And I knew that the experience that I had gotten at GE Healthcare was going to help me to make it. And so, I, you know, I, I started my business while I was at GE Healthcare. Um, and things, start, you know, articles started rolling out. And, mm-hmm. you know, when that happens, and all of a sudden... <laughs> You know, you get start getting side eyes like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and so we just started. I reached. I reached a point where um, it just was clear to me that it was time to make that leap. Right. Um, have the, enough faith in my business um, to you know go off on my own. Wow. Yeah. So when we come back, I want you to consider giving us that one piece of information that you think somebody needs to know if they start a business. Got it. And that's. That's going down that, you know, that rabbit hole where, you know, if you're going to do this, you need to. It's so we we spend an inordinate amount of time wanting to be positive. Right. You know, we're going to be positive. You got to look at the positive. You got to. Yeah. But at some point, if you don't know how to overcome that thing. Yeah. It'll wipe you out. Yeah. Know how to navigate. And so I'm interested in knowing how you how you are able to give someone that one piece of information that will help them navigate. Absolutely. All right. We're listening. To Medea Johnson, Jet Constellations on We Energy's Entrepreneurial Tuesday. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. This Associated Bank Sports Update on 101.7 The Truth is powered by ESPN Milwaukee. I'm Greg Matzik. Atlanta Hawks guard Trey Young listed as questionable for tonight's Game 4, the Eastern Conference Finals against the Bucks. Bucks guard Pat Connaughton expects Young to play. As a competitor, we've all, as athletes, been in positions where we've been banged up, but you know, we all want to play. We all want to be out there for our team. At the end of the day, we all want to win. Young dealing with a bone bruise in his ankle. The Bucks can take a 3-1 series lead with a win tonight. Coverage of tonight's game begins at 7 o'clock on WTMJ. Game 5 will be played Thursday night in Milwaukee. And winners of six straight games, the first place Brewers continue its series with the Cubs tonight at American Family Field. Coverage begins on 94.5 ESPN at 6.35. Milwaukee owns a four-game lead over Chicago for first place in the NL Central. This sports update presented by Associated Bank, proudly supporting our hometown teams. Member FDIC. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We're here with Medea Johnson. I'm not going to tell her what comes into my mind when I say that because then it, well, she probably already know, Medea. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say I that. I actually help people that way when they have uh, troubles. I always say, think Medea, and then put an N, and they're like, got it. <laughs> wow. So. Again, that's another one of those pieces of information people need to know. But when you're starting a business, Mm -hmm. everybody has that one thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody has that one ooh. Mm -hmm. 
if you're going to do this, it's like it's like if you go to college, there's like one thing you have to know. I always told my daughter, there's only one thing you have to know when you go to college. And she's like, well, what is it? You know, thinking it's going to be some deep thing. I said, open every piece of mail you get. Oh. And she said, why? And then she forgot. And then later, it was like maybe a week before a check she got back was going to expire. It's like, that's been sitting Um, in your desk for like 87 days. (laughs) Like, really? Yeah, my generation of mail, we don't get Yeah. Like if it doesn't come electronically, it doesn't it doesn't work. But then but then there's usually that one piece that somebody has to know that if they want to start a business, you have to know this. And so you sound like having gone through the corporate arena and now you're you're the corporate in the arena. What's that one piece I would need to know if I wanted to start a business? Hmm, pressure's on. Well, I would say one of the biggest takeaways so far for me and since I've started the business is not allowing people to project their limitations onto mm. you. Powerful. Yeah. And so I, I have to deal with that often because I, you said it earlier, right? At the um, top of the hour, you were saying, well, I do a lot, right? Um, and so there's some folks that, you know, have their limitations, right? They, mm-hmm. Maybe they can't go to school and work at the same time. Or maybe they can't, you know, run two businesses at the same time, right. and, and so they try to convince you that you right. can't either, right? Or you can't, you can't raise a fund, or you can't do X, Y, Z because you're you're not where you, you know, you're supposed to be. Um, so set the vision for yourself, set the mission for yourself, and go mm. for it. Um, and don't let other people project their limitations onto you. And that's something I should probably avoid too. Just avoid. Do I do I avoid? Well, I guess that's a question. Do I avoid people like that, or do I use them as fuel? Well, I'll say be careful who you share your ideas with because mm-hmm. there there are some limited people, right, um, who, who are, you know, small-time thinkers, right, have a hard time okay. seeing the vision. Um, and, you know, they oftentimes can, when they hear the big ideas, they can say that's not possible, right? <laughs> or they might try to tell you, like, look, you know, maybe in another 10 years you can, you can right. do that, right. but not right now, right? And the last thing you need is you, when it comes to trying to accomplish your goals is negative energy or someone um, and infusing doubt into your mind, right? Uh, so just be careful who you share your dreams with um, and grind. <laughs> and see, that's funny because in, in my generation, I don't really care. Like, I don't look at things as competition because Mm – and but I also recognize it's about perspective, Mm -hmm. the way that you see the world. And Mm -hmm. so the world is seen different when you have different information. Mm -hmm. And your generation has a significant amount of information you have to go through on a daily basis, not necessarily in the world, but just to you. And so now you have to start your day. And going through the thing, what what is a typical day for you with in a in a world where now technology is at the forefront of literally everything you do? So I wouldn't I don't think that I have super typical days, um, but what I have done um, as as founder, right, um, spearheading this company is sort of designate um, days to do things. So on Mondays. I tackle 
you know, X thing, which is typically, you know, making LinkedIn videos, right? Mm-hmm. Getting the messaging out there, um, and communicating to folks uh, what Jet Constellations and the Milky Way is and try to gain partnerships. And then, you know, maybe on on Tuesdays, you know, um, I, I, I save Tuesdays just for my team, right? So having team syncs, figuring out where everybody is in terms of um, hitting the marks, um, reaching our milestones. So, I don't know that I have like, you know, typical days when it comes mm-hmm. because on, on Mondays, even when it is, you know, designated for um, right. communicating something out, it, it could look like this, you know, sharing a platform on the truth. Okay. Or, or it could be, you know, um, filming videos, right? But it varies. Um, but I think that it's important when you, you do own a business to be flexible, but also to make sure that there is that balance of structure as well. And so in that structure, how do you reach your clients? How do you how do you reach out and say, hey, this is what I do? You know, I think our strat- our, our strategy so far has been um, under promising and over delivering. OK. Right. So when, uh, you know, we we have a client, we're building out their website and. Um, you know, we say like, hey, this is the price and this is what we can provide or deliver. We always do just a little bit more. And then what happens there is that person is so satisfied, they go tell somebody else, you should go uh, to Jet Constellations so that your website can be built out or so she can build out your mobile mm-hmm. application or something like that. So word of mouth, honestly, is the best way that we've reached our clients. Okay. So I got to go back to something. Okay. Okay. Mm- mathematical computation degree? Oh. <laughs> oh, I heard that and I went, okay, I'm not going to talk to her. I, you know, I mean, granted, I, I mean, I can do math and I can, you know, statistics yeah. and advanced quantitative analysis. Mm-hmm. But then I heard mathematical computation and I immediately went to Katherine Johnson. Oh, right. Yes. And I went, uh oh, yeah. she's one of those Johnsons. <laughs> the ones with the That's brain my cousin. Johnson. The ones with the brain Johnson. Okay. <laughs> And so what, 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 was, what was that about? What, what drove you to that? So, um, I, you know, I would have to say it was my capstone project in undergrad mm. where I really started to see the applications of computer science because mm. up until senior year, it was like, do your homework and code this. And so, okay, great. So I know about recursion. I know about arrays and all this other stuff. But then I started to see how we could or I could apply computer science to um, the field of healthcare right. or to other industries. And so I... Honestly, I just I fell in love with it, and that's when I decided, okay, well, I'd like to continue my education in this space. And Marquette was offering mm-hmm. um, computational science, and so I thought, okay, let me dive into this. And my goodness, I, for someone who's not super great at math, <laughs> I always have to laugh because you know it's it was never like you know the best skill set that I had. Right, right. Um, but um, I, I truly do love um, computational science because what it does, or what it's done for me is to help me to sort of remove the magic behind right. um, these artificial intelligence models, right? right. Um, and then also, uh, it's helped me to see the importance of advocacy within the, the data science space. And it's one of the reasons why I do push for more black people to be in the field of technology, because technology is not only now, but it's in the future. And it's going to it's going to tremendously impact the way that black people and people of color navigate this world. Right. From insurance. You hear you hear right. tech or fin- right. financial sector, the fintech. Right. 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 Education sector, ed tech, um, health care. And so uh, if if we're not in the rooms. Right. And if they're only, um, you know, 
unfortunately, a, you know, the field of technology is still white male dominated. If we're we're not in the rooms where um, these artificial intelligence models are are being developed, right? Um, then we are going to start seeing some uh, you know AI models that have built-in racial biases. And the last thing you right. want is you know insurance companies. Um, leveraging artificial intelligence models that um, you know increase your rate for for some variable in right. there, right? Um, or facial b- b- besides just being a black male, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> or you know, you know, there's uh, you know, all kinds of industries are using artificial intelligence mm-hmm. right now, and and there are biases that are being built in. And so I encourage, I always encourage folks that if you go on Netflix right now, there's an incredible documentary um, called Coded Bias. Yes, it and is. It, and it talks about um, the, the need for uh, more representation in tech so that we can address the, uh, these biases that are being built into these models. So, what are your thoughts? On first of all, that was phenomenal. Um, I'm not gonna do it. That's that's why we have her. But but it seems to me everything will touch technology. Yes. The thing that fears that that I fear about edtech and fintech is they're only talking about and only presenting to us the technology that we use instead of making it a part of coursework i thought and this is me thinking i probably shouldn't say this because concordia is going to hear this um i thought you know instead of instead of just math Mm -hmm. and science Mm -hmm. to get a degree you literally need a coding class Mm -hmm. like why bother with all the stuff you need a coding class python Mm -hmm. something so that you think in that Area, so then you can apply it to technology and law enforcement, technology mm-hmm. and healthcare, technology and fi- but you understand how it works. Yes. Versus, what would you think about that? Adding it to curriculum. Oh, I think that is tremendously important, and it's one of the things that we're working on uh, within the Milky Way Tech Hub. We mm-hmm. we build out curriculum, so we actually partner with American Family, our, um, our biggest uh, corporate partner. Um, uh, last year, we launched uh, Steam and Dream uh, mm-hmm. just during the onset of COVID nineteen. That's you. Uh, to, to help, yep. Wow. Uh, to help the students um, as they transition over to e-learning. And so we provided virtual curriculum to them. And now we're inside of the school. So we just carried out a, a data science uh, program teaching the kids the importance and the fundamentals of data science, but mm-hmm. also how to advocate um, for policy change once they you know get those insights from the data, right? right? Wow. Um, so the importance, I, I, couldn't, I can't speak enough about the importance of um, adding uh, computer science and data science curriculum um, in, into the schools. And so we're working on it every day um, to, to um, partner with these schools, those who have, you know, gaps in, in the curriculum. We're hopeful that they'll be able to use some of the Milky Way Tech Hub or STEAM and DREAM uh, curriculum soon. Wow. But we come back. Final question. Nadia Johnson, Jet Constellation. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon live from American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. Truth in the Afternoon, I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. What's up, Ben? What's going on? All right, good to have you. Nadia Johnson, Jet Constellations. I'm jealous already because I just, yeah, I can't do math like that. So, 
to get a degree in mathematics. Like, who, who does that? Well, she did. I did. She did. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> so I have a final question. Okay. It's one of them deep questions kind of like, right? All right. Okay. So think about this. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So people have now heard that you've lived a long, fruitful, successful life. You passed away five minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> what is it that you want people to think about you? Like, what do you want to leave? You talked about legacy. Yeah. And you talked about that. Yeah. But but what's the first thought you want people to think about you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say I, I want people to remember that I loved God and I loved my family and I loved people and it showed in everything that I did. And the fact that she's a billionaire. <laughs> And she used her billionaire status <laughs> <laughs> to drive generational wealth. <laughs> yes. There you go. That's <laughs> Speak it. it into That's existence. It. That's phenomenal. Anything you want to share? Any any last comments or statements? Uh, well, I think you know the only thing that I'll I'll share is that um, you know there there is an incredible need for more representation of uh, black and brown people in the field of technology. And if you're listening and you're interested and in sort of getting into the field of technology or uh, creating a startup, reach out to Jet Constellations and Milky Way Tech Hub, and we will help you do it. And how do we get in touch with you? JetConstellations.com. Outstanding. Our guest today, We Energy's Entrepreneurial Tuesday, our inaugural Tuesday, Miss Nadia Johnson of Jet Constellations. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. And want to let you know, thank you to Gruber Law Offices for being a founding partner of the new 101.7 The Truth. We're proud to be supported by a law firm who has made such a positive impact in our community. So if you're your loved or your loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Offices a call. One call, that's all. 833-212-1017. That was our good friend. My brain even thought Medea. We'll be right back. In a moment.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Thanks to Nadia Johnson, Jet Constellations. Boy, I know I could never do any of that stuff, boy. I'm telling you. Tech stuff just takes me to a whole different, like a, a whole different place, which was cool until she said computational math. Like, whoa. <laughs> and then that's when my brain stopped. It just it just froze. And the reason it did that is because to think about what it takes to build up and create something from nothing. And so I think it was great to have her. I think it was great to have her as a guest that first time. And I didn't think about it. Took Ben Jamin to remind me. She's our first literal face to face guest since the truth has started. That's what's up. And I thought, I'm like, wow. Thanks to our partner, We Energies, for this Entrepreneurial Tuesday. Once a month, we're going to have a local African American business where we come in and kind of dissect what it is they do and how they are um, important to the community. So if you're interested, you can give me an email at kharris at goodkarmabrands.com and if you want to give me at least a hundred word essay of is that considered an essay a hundred words there's a hundred words just a paragraph of of what about your business should be promoted we're looking for businesses here we've got a great partner we energies with our entrepreneurial Tuesday so that once a month again we want to really look at what you do for the Milwaukee community and how we at 1017 The Truth can be your partner and bring you to the Milwaukee community. I think that's pretty cool. Also want to remind and say thank you to American Family Insurance for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. We're proud to be supported by an insurance company an agency who continues to step up and invest in our community, American Family Insurance. They're here to get you one step closer to your dreams, all of your dreams. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit AmFam.com to learn more. And you should never miss a show by streaming us on Multiple platforms, the Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just get the app and download it and just just play it on your phone, right? Thanks to Ben Jammin. Kyle's taking a day off, believe it or not. Thanks to Carrie Noni. I appreciate you. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. From the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City, you are listening to the new 1017 The Truth.